everybody. Welcome to When Calls the Hallmarkies. This is a show where we talk about When Calls the Heart, and we are recapping two episodes from season nine. We're talking about episodes four and five. It's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Caroline is here. Hey, y'all. And Ruth Hill is here. Hey. Yes. So overall, what do you think of these two episodes? Do you think they were fun? Uh, what do you think, Caroline? These are like my two favorite episodes of the season so far. Mm-hmm. I thought they're they're good together to cl- like talk about together. I thought, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Ruth? Oh yeah, I love I love these, um, especially this most recent one. Yeah. That there's just so much good stuff in that. Yeah, yeah. they're really yeah. Episode five was yeah. Yeah. a home run. It was so good. And I've never felt so vindicated for being team school inspector in my life. It was great. <laughs> uh, and so I'm excited to talk about that. Um, but we'll start with episode four, straight from the heart. And this is Elizabeth sees a new side of Lucas when a flu bug leaves her without a babysitter and he volunteers to watch little Jack. And so yeah, I mean, we have some other stuff going on here, uh, but that's sort of the main, the A plot is Lucas watching Little Jack. And I thought that was really cute. Uh, and I mean, we had really good moments for, for Lucas slash Chris McNally in both of these episodes. But, uh, but what do you think of that, uh, Caroline? I thought it was just so cute, like seeing like, jack and um lucas interact like the buddy nickname like it melts my heart every time they they say it to each other it's just so mm-hmm. cute yeah and um it just seems so natural for for harlan to say that you know call him buddy you know yeah and um it was just cute seeing how like natural it was for him to you know watch little jack and i'm glad there wasn't any like problems you know like he didn't like act out or anything yeah I mean, what do you think of all of that, uh, Ruth? With I mean, you've had you've had a child, you've had to get child care. Like, you know, certain people are like, "Are you sure you can? You're going to be okay? You can handle it?" I mean, <laughs> you probably can oh, relate to that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I I really enjoyed, of course. I mean, that was it was great to see um, to see Lucas stepping in. I I think what I really appreciated was we don't see enough of even in modern network shows we don't see enough of fathers taking care of little ones little tiny ones like that you 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 don't see that and I love the fact that we were we we got to see that side and it and it was just so endearing and and um I'm so um, but yeah it can be it could be difficult. Um, I, she was in quite the predicament and, um, I, uh, Lucas would not have been probably my first choice had I been in Elizabeth's position, but she was kind of like, okay. Well, partly because like she said that she'd assumed that he had a million other things to do Mm -hmm. because he's very busy. He's got like multiple businesses. And so I can understand why that alone would be the reason that she wouldn't have thought of him. Uh, But one of the things that I've said on our Talking Heartland podcast that I like about Heartland is that they allow the, for a show about cowboys, they allow the men to be maternal at times and take care of Katie or, you know, the other, you know, smaller children that have been on the show. And particularly, you know, Jack has so many sweet moments with, uh, and he's the older, older man, uh, with, um, with Katie and uh, Georgie and Mallory before that. And I think, uh, that it really, it adds a layer to the show and makes the characters more rich, you know, instead of just being sort of, you know, macho cowboy guys. And, uh, so it's kind of fun. You've seen that a little bit here too. I agree with you, Ruth. It's nice to see. And seeing him pull the little wagon like around uh-huh. like, town, I was like, I would be gone. Like if I was Elizabeth, I'd be like, okay, sign. Yeah, like, that's cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and uh, he's kind of upset about little Jack being fussy because because uh, 
Elizabeth told him not to give him ice cream because he's had too much ice cream lately with the new soda soda fountain. Um, but I probably would have given in sooner and just come for the ice cream. Although he wasn't really fussy. I mean, he was just kind of sitting there. So I didn't quite mm-hmm. understand what the problem was, but, uh, uh, but anyway, uh, I probably would have given in sooner and just got yeah. the ice cream. <laughs> A little ice cream won't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, just as long as it's just, you know, one having a little dessert each day, I think is, is perfectly fine uh, for kids. And, uh, but I can see why he wouldn't want to, when he told her that he wouldn't do it, I can see why he wouldn't want to do it. But, um, but the whole pig Latin scene made me laugh. That was oh, funny. that was hilarious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I actually, not that we, we talked about the show is not historically accurate, but just out of curiosity, I looked up pig Latin uh, and it's oh. according to there was a there's a wikipedia on pig latin and it was started in 1919 is when they first oh snap started. isn't that funny oh well i was like there's no way pig latin is is old that seems like something from like the 70s or something but nope i was wrong <laughs> oh my so, god that was funny and Rose, of course, Rosemary knew, knew what to say. Like, of course, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that was funny. So May Sue goes to help Newton and she invites Nathan to come with and uh, says that she can hit two birds with one stone, work with Newton and, Na- and Nathan at the same time, <laughs> which was, uh, which was funny. And then he asks her to dinner which is something he never did with elizabeth never he there was one time when they were going to go they were going to have dinner and it got uh i think was that's when jesse was gone i think or something Mm -hmm. like that something something interrupted it and but he is he's much more forward here with may sue than he ever was with elizabeth I was cheering. I'm like, go, Nathan. Like, finally, <laughs> you did it, buddy. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that, I mean, that's what we said in our previous show is that like Lucas actually courted Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. He was way more intentional about, will you go on this date with me? Will you do this with me? Will you, as opposed to Nathan, who was just kind of the hangout guy. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So things are looking good for me, Sue. And uh, <laughs> um, we got a little scene with Molly and Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's trying to get uh, Molly's help with to divide the office in half. And she's <laughs> going to be like the interior decorator or something. And, <laughs> and then Hickam comes in and says, oh, well, I've got the office next door. So you don't need to worry about it. That was cute. And, and I feel like everybody's being super rude to Hickam. That's how I felt. I was like, don't, don't underestimate my boy Hickam. Like he can yeah. handle the job. Yeah. No. I mean, people voted for him and, mm-hmm. and especially Lee, which it's, it's surprising to me because Hickam worked for him mm-hmm. for so long. So I think his would, pride was just wounded. Like, I, I hope, like, I hope he believes in Hickam. Like, but maybe he's just still kind of about I mean, losing. I'm rude when he talks to Hickam and, uh, you know, he tells Rosemary that uh, he likes Hickam. You know, I like him, but I don't think he's cut out for this job. I I mean that just doesn't seem fair when he's literally what's it been a week? Mm-hmm. He hasn't even officially started yet. Uh, it's all just pre. Uh, I don't know. So I think it's a little bit weird, and I I, I, I kind of think that Lee should just go back to working at the mill. <laughs> Yes. They're running the mill. I don't know. This whole thing of him being editor. And we see it in the next episode. We'll talk more about what it. What happened but... to the mill? Like, what happened to it? Yeah. Like, Who's running it? 
I have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he said he's getting jealous of Rosemary's confidential sources. And he says, yeah. well, who is there wasn't they wouldn't be confidential anymore. <laughs> it's true. And he says, would you be straight with me? Would you tell me the truth, even if it hurt? And uh, that I wasn't you know, ready to be mayor or something like that. And, uh, and Rosemary says, yes, I tell you the truth. And I think, I feel like that's legit Rosemary mm-hmm. for her character. Uh, we find out that, uh, that Minnie wants to buy the cafe and Joe wants to, I guess Joe has been running. Has he been running yeah. the mill or he says he wants to buy it or something? I think he, Lee? he said he was doing paper, like Yeah, he's paperwork. doing bookkeeping and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I thought he was the pastor, but everybody in Hope Valley has five jobs. So that's probably fine. That's true. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see here. Um, uh, so Lucas takes little Jack to the infirmary. They have a phone in the infirmary now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Faith looks at him and looks a little Jack and says that his gums are a little inflamed. But uh, that's it, which is the perfect time to have ice cream if your gums are exactly. inflamed. Yes. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. So we have this whole thing with the kids. Well, we're first with Elizabeth getting upset with Mr. Landis. And mm-hmm. I said from the beginning that it's not Mr. Landis's fault. Like he is just implementing what the school board has told him to do. What is like, so at the very least you're getting mad at the messenger and not you're getting instead of the message. It's not his fault. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so Elizabeth gets very upset with him and says, this is my school. And because she got certification, which she should have double checked before she got the certification to make sure it was the right certification but evidently it's not the right certification. And I would think you would have to, I guess she was in at the beginning of the season. She comes back from being at, um, yes, mm-hmm. wherever, I forget Hamilton, Hamilton. And, and so maybe she was there for a little while doing the certification, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it does feel like, okay, she did get the certification. They should, it probably should be fine, but again, not his fault. It's not his, it's the school board. Is he is is a school board over the like Hope Valley school yet, or is it just until oh, yeah. it becomes a bigger school? So he really doesn't have any authority yet. Doesn't have any that that I guess there there are a bunch of new people moving in right from the mm-hmm. for the foundry, mm-hmm. and those that and when that happens, that's when the new district will be formed and sh- she will be opted into that school board. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless. The, whether the, whether the certification is valid or not, is not his call, mm-hmm. right? It's the right. people above him. Was that your take, Ruth? Or did you see Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's right. But I think there also could be, I, I, I think it's one of those situations where, he could actually go and make a case for her if he was not so tied into, well, this is the way we have to do it. And because I, I do know in schools, and especially you can't tell me that um, a school certification she got in Hamilton 
wouldn't work on the prairie. I will admit that was that was a bit for me. I was just thinking of the scarcity of teachers and um, I just, for me, that seemed a little, like, a little bit unusual. Mm -hmm. But I would say that if Elizabeth couldn't get on Mr. Landis's good side, then he could go and make a case. Yeah, well, exactly. Geez, I, yeah, I, I think there is that. I, I have. Mm -hmm. to, I have a feeling there was probably a lot of freedom, but he was very uh, like like he was going to stick to the rules. Like this is the way it's going to be, and so I I I'm not I I felt as though he was just very unhappy, and I think mm -hmm. then we discover the next episode was going yeah. on. Him with Hamilton, like you would want your teacher to get certified in Hamilton where it's like a bigger city and more yeah. like learning, like, you know, like it's better opportunities. I bet once it finally did go before the board that then it would get approved, Yeah, but it just hasn't yet. Uh, so Elizabeth basically just has to be like a little bit patient and she has like an impatient moment, which yeah. I think she was probably too hard on herself about. I mean, people have disagreements, part of life. Uh, it doesn't make you a bad person because you, you know, have heated words with somebody. Uh, but uh, she worries that she's a bad influence upon the kids. And uh, we, then the kids glue Mr. Landis's hat to the desk. And they all think it's pretty funny. I think that's pretty funny. I thought it was funny. It was funny. Mm -hmm. I, I, but then Elizabeth gets very upset about it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I don't know. What do you, you, you substitute teach, uh, Ruth. What do you think about this? This is a harmless prank or no. Well, there needed to be consequences. Uh, you know, it's one thing for it to happen, but, um, I do hope that they paid to replace Mr. Landis's hat because mm -hmm. that, that would have been the right thing to do. If the, as long as that would have happened, I mean, I don't think, I think Elizabeth handled it the way that she needed to because it made her look really bad in the eyes of, of Mr. Landis. Mm -hmm. And so I can understand her being upset. Um, I wouldn't have ever done that, but I wasn't one that did that. I would, I would have been the one in the back saying, I can't believe some kid did this. I would have been, <laughs> that was me. Yeah, I probably would have laughed, but then like felt kind of guilty in association. That's what I would have after. been too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, if it was for my like my brother, like I don't know, like if trying to stick up for your sibling, you know, you do crazy things. So yeah, because Cooper says I, I at least I did something. I don't apologize, and and he says that You'll scene never made understand. me cry. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty intense. I was like, wow, mm -hmm. this kid's got some guts. That's good. And when he ran some. to hug Elizabeth, like, oh my God, that was so sweet. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so we also get a, a scene of Lucas getting beat up at the mm. beginning, getting a black eye. And he tells the, he tells Walden, he says, don't go near Mrs. Thornton or her son. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, Walden and Smith or that other guy won't give up their guns. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so anyway, they have a heated exchange and I, I'm, I'm a little bit confused about all of this going on. I hope you two can help. So how did Fiona become involved in all of this? I don't really understand what happened with that. I forgot. So she goes to make the deal, but then Lucas is upset with him. I think this is in the next episode, but, but anyway, I don't really understand everything that's going on with Walden and Smith and Fiona. Can you help me, Caroline, explain that? I think Lucas asked Fiona to help him um, in season eight, I believe, like with the um, oil, it, like she knew an investor. And like, so he, he she was going to go try to help find an investor to help with the, um, the oil company and, um, in San Francisco. Smith, who, yes. who was the, 
he was the investor of the Mm -hmm. coal mine. Mm -hmm. Well, I think Hickam asked Fiona to help too. So it was Lucas and Hickam asking Fiona because she knew people in San Francisco. So then Wyman, he is running Foundry. I think he's different with Smith. Like Walden was trying to buy the saloon in season eight. So I think they're kind of like, they're both happening to Lucas, but they're two different things. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how I- it's, it's surprising because, so they have Wyman meeting with Lucas and it, Wyman has only been presented as a negative character. I mean, there's been nothing positive about him at all. And so, and, and because they're obviously trying to get us to like Lucas it's a little bit surprising that they have these scenes of him still being this kind of uh, shrewd businessman, I guess, uh, to put it nicely, uh, meeting with Wyman. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about all that, uh, Ruth? Yeah, I, I think I was confused about everything too, just really much like like you were, because sometimes, sometimes I do miss things like that. Yeah. Um, I know Fiona was, but, but, but what Caroline was saying, uh, that does seem to ring a bell. Um, all those things. Um, I'm I'm hoping that we will we'll, we will understand it more as they as I have this feeling that there's going to be some some intense you know some kind of some kind of issues coming up because this is Hope Valley and you know you can't have an idyllic uh, season with nothing bad happening. So right, <laughs> you know that it's gonna happen. And I think we're we're even if we don't understand everything that's going on, I remember Fiona getting involved with being asked to be get, to be involved. That um, I don't know how she's able to do all the stuff that she does is actually more my thing. How she can cut hair and do all these business dealings and go back and forth and how she has all the money to do this, I don't know, but... <laughs> Yeah. And, and then we also, you know, we start out with him getting beat up, Lucas getting beat up and then he's meeting with these people. Uh, so I don't know. I think he knows there. I think he knows more than he's letting on. Like somehow he knows they're shady. So he's going to try to like undercover, like what's going on and then let, um, Nathan and Bill know. I think they're, I think they're all in on the, the scheme. That's what I think. Yeah, because Nathan's like, are you like, are you okay? Like to Nathan, like to Lucas. And I just think they kind of know something's going on fishy. Well, Maysu meets with Bill and Mm. uh, she tells him I'm a fugitive from my husband. Mm. So that's interesting. Uh, It sounds like she's still married. Or she says she's. She doesn't say ex-husband. Yeah. It's like, I wish that they would, would have heard more of her conversation with Bill. I'm like, <laughs> why? Well, well, didn't she say, um, what wasn't it to like either Ned or somebody? Didn't she say that even that even if she was interested, that she there there couldn't be anything because she's not available or some. Yeah, I think she like said that. something like that. Pretty yeah. sure she did. So mm-hmm. I think she's still married. Because it would be very hard back in those days, that day in time for a woman to get a divorce, that was, is usually the man getting the divorce. The woman didn't, if the woman instigates getting a divorce, that could be a little difficult back then. Or Nathan, Nathan, May used to be single. Yeah, I, I, she's got to be single by the end of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, maybe there'd be a cliffhanger, but. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see her husband by the end of the season, if he mm. shows up in Hope Valley. True. Yeah, true. Unless he dies or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, Faith, yeah, Faith did. Faith did call him to ask about May, so he, he might figure out where she's at and yeah. come to Hope Valley. That'd be interesting. Uh, so we get a scene with. First of all, we have Lucas reading to little Jack, Robin Hood. So cute. Mm-hmm. Adorable. Probably a little hard of a book for a child. <laughs> yeah. 
that small, but nevertheless, it was really cute. That was fun. And, and Elizabeth sees it. And, uh, so they have some cute little banter between them. And then, and then she comes down and he later on, she comes down and he is, he's asleep and she says, I love you. So that was pretty mm. big, pretty big mm-hmm. moment. And I'm, I was so surprised that they didn't then show a moment of him, like opening the eyes or whatever. I, I was you expecting know? that. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> that would have been really cute. Uh, and, uh, and then he, he, this is when actually when he gets beat up, uh, I was wrong. I got the order wrong, but anyway, he gets beat up. And then he wants to take little Jack's, uh, they have a little sailboat. So that was cute. He says, uh, don't go near Mrs. Thornton or her son. Uh, Bill gets a letter from Clara. That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Cute little moment. I like that they keep, they, they keep them like in this like episodes, like Clara and Jesse and Carson. I like at least yes. hearing their names. Mm-hmm. Like that's sweet. So, I had to read. I had to rewind Elizabeth saying, I love you. I'm like, did she say that? Like, and then uh, I'm like, yeah, I didn't hear it at first. I'm like, pretty big moment. Mm -hmm. Pretty big Mm -hmm. moment. Uh, So then, uh, then Faith and Molly are talking and she says that, uh, that the love with Carson took effort, Mm. which we did talk about in the preview about how season eight was pretty messy between them Mm. back and forth, Mm -hmm. back and forth, back and forth. Um, and, and then she asks Molly, are you all right being single? And Molly says, I am. And she says, what about Molly and Bill? And Molly says, oh, well, we're basically just friends. And I'm like, oh, I hope that's <laughs> Like, I like them. Yeah. And we do, I, I recorded an interview with Johanna Newmarch, which we will have, I'm not sure exactly when that will air, but she is great. That was mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. Something to look forward to. So they're probably being two weeks, I think is, is when I'll post it, but keep an eye out for it. Uh, she's, she was really fun. And, uh, and then yeah, Carson calls. Yes. And so then they talk. So yeah. What would you give this episode one to 10? What do you think, uh, Caroline? Oh, geez. Last time I gave it a 10. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I forgot so that. I'm not very good at like, you know, increasing my, my number. I'll give it, I'm going to give it a 10 as well. Oh, wow. Okay. And Ruth? I think with this one, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 8.5. Yeah. That's good. I feel like that's pretty good. I, I, I'll go with the same. It was a fun uh, yeah. Fun episode. I also like Gowan is talking about Mr. Gaines in the book. Yeah, that was. And sweet. I fall yeah. short of the character. <laughs> That's good. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. So then we have uh, episode five. This is called Journey into the Light. And it's school inspector Augustus Landis is back in town and starts questioning Elizabeth's new accreditation to teach Angela. Lucas and Nathan decide to have a race, animal versus machine. (laughs) So... Overall, Ruth, what do you think of this episode? Definitely my favorite episode so far of the season. Yeah. And definitely one of the 
one of the best episodes they've had maybe it, pro probably even better than any of the episodes from last year just just because mm -hmm. it was I don't know I, I loved the way that it flowed so well um covered so much territory but you but you didn't feel like they were rushing through it or try they, they and they weren't trying too hard to put too much in it it was just like the right amount I felt like this was this was a this was a really well done episode and and then of course you see who wrote it yes was one of the writers and who was one of the directors so you then I it's was like, so well, excited about both yeah I was like yeah mm. so that makes sense this was mm -hmm. Peter Deloise right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 and Neil yeah. Yes, Neil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having, well, having Neil come back. Yeah, I love him. Mm -hmm. And so, and we get Allie. So that was great. Yeah. So Jamie mm -hmm. Lee's back and yeah. she's so cute. Fun. She is. And she's like, how old is she supposed to be at this point, do you think? I think 13, like, because she was 10 in oh, season that young, six. Huh? Mm. So maybe 14. So she's a lot younger than Robert then. I think Robert's, Robert's like, like graduated from mm -hmm. right I, I was thinking I she was older than I, that I was thinking she was too but see I just don't remember um as I get confused about the ages so mm -hmm. but it's okay if she's supposed to be younger than Robert a lot younger it's still okay because that's the way they did it back in those days anyway mm -hmm. well she's still very interested in Robert she must have brought it up 15 times in this episode yeah, that's a young love like, yeah if i yeah. ever seen it it was so cute yeah uh and so i'm excited to see what happens with that uh but it was good to see her back she's giving nathan a hard time like how could you not tell me that you were in this horrible accident and she's like i can handle it i wonder uh, who told her mm -hmm. like, did nathan tell her or did someone slip and tell her yeah they i they just said that she, he, he just said oh that she was mad at him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would be mad too. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, she also says that she thinks Mesu is so beautiful and tells Nathan yes. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she says, get rid of the mustache. She's upset yes. with him. She says, yes. I'm upset about the yes. mustache. Yes. And I After just say, calling her dad, like she brings up, like, please yes. shave the mustache. Yeah. Like, yeah. went from yeah. one to the extreme to the other. Yeah, that was, that so was such a cute moment when she calls him dad, and then mm -hmm. he's like, the, "You could tell how much it meant to him." Mm -hmm. So cute. I Kevin said it lot. would be a, a pearl clutching moment, like clutching your pearls. I'm like, it was yeah, true. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. it really was. And I, I, I liked that she made him <laughs> shave the mustache, and yes. when, he, when he shaved it, I mean, it was just like night and day i was like wow you are so handsome that's yes. that's what i said to him like there's kevin like there yes. he is he's hiding behind this thing on his lip at a pillar yeah yeah, yeah. i i thought it was the end of the porn stash that's true i, I mean called a magnum p i called him magnum pi yeah and so then we also have bill with hickam and Bill takes off Hickam's bow tie, which I thought was out of line. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with a bow tie. And and to just like. That's his style. Borderline assault to just like hey, remove it from him. Like, I I don't know. I I, I don't agree with that at all. Mm -hmm. I My dad wears bow ties all the time. And so I, I don't think that it's a problem. I mean, Uncle Sam always has a bow tie on in in paintings and things that there's there's no reason why a mayor shouldn't be allowed to wear a bow tie i i think it fits him it fits hickam mm -hmm. like certain people can pull off bow ties and hickam can yeah team it bow was tie. rude mm -hmm. it was very rude well, yeah well hopefully and I, I think we're starting to see it hickam needs to start standing up for himself more i think he's starting to Mm -hmm. um, you're starting I think this episode we started to see that he was doing it so I can understand yeah at first like he's just letting he's, he's just going with well well whatever whatever Bill says this is what I guess what I have to do and and 
but I think that we're going to start to see him grow up. I think right mm-hmm. now he's just, it, it's almost like, I realize he's a grown man, but in so many ways, he's like this teenager that didn't grow up yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he has a lot of these adolescent tendencies, like he wants to please everybody. And, and so my mom and I both are like rooting for Hickam big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just loving loving his character and we really got to see his character I think a lot in this well episode. and then yeah Bill tells him nobody likes someone who is nice all the time and mm-hmm. that you're gonna lose friends this is a really tough job uh, and he gets mad at him for talking to Walden but of course he's gonna talk to Walden it's a he's m- the mayor he's the mayor like I don't understand what uh what Bill has been doing as mayor not talking to people who run major businesses in his, oh, in his well. community like what and you definitely saw a little bit of pushback from hickam at that point so i'm hoping in the next episode that yeah it would be great in the next episode if he's got the bow tie on and he's just in his office and he's not listening to bill mm-hmm. that would be good that would be good i'm so i'm so glad he's getting more airtime hickam this year mm-hmm. i'm very happy that he yeah more storyline yeah uh so then we have lucas and nathan doing a race where nathan's gonna be on newton or on um sergeant and uh and uh lucas is gonna be on his motorcycle and when lucas was repairing the motorcycle first of all there was just way too much like white clothing for somebody doing something like that i was like oh there is always too much white clothing (laughs) elizabeth lives in white i'm sorry you would not wear that much white and be in out in the prairie you just wouldn't she liked what lucas was wearing though so she approved (laughs) But I mean, doing something with oil and stuff like you're going to get all yeah. over, you at least need an apron of some kind or something, That's true. Uh, but, but, but he looked hot in he really did. It, that was mm-hmm. one of the hottest Lucas moments we've had on the show. He looked the really button, good. the unbutton. Yeah. Like, go Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Mm-hmm. I was like this episode, we got hot mustacheless nathan and we get uh the working on the the motorcycle <laughs> call them the hum- humps of hope valley yes yeah. it was good it was really good i i enjoyed it and <laughs> so they end up doing the race and he says that he filled up the motorcycle that morning but there must still be a leak of some kind or something but anyway it peters out and so nathan wins uh wins the race uh and uh um and so then you know lucas is kind of annoyed (laughs) about it um we have fiona coming back uh she arrives asleep in the carriage and uh she has made the deal she closed the oil deal but lucas is upset about it uh about uh the the whole thing and they have kind of a fight but i was still sort of confused what it was gowan who's sorry gowan gowan who's mad gowan is upset with fiona for making the deal and uh kind of uh, is angry with her and i was still just i'm still just kind of a little bit confused about what's going on so it's not my favorite storyline for Fiona. No. Like I, I'm like I'm over the oil. Like let's just flip yeah. something mm-hmm. else. Like yeah, I like Fiona better last year. Yeah. Um. So then we have also Lee is is uh going out early, staying out late, uh, and uh, Rosemary thinks it's because he's getting tired of her because they work together. And it's truth. He's actually making chairs for her. And I have to say, this is one of my least favorite plot lines in shows when so-and-so is planning a surprise party or a surprise of some kind. And then the other person thinks, oh, he's either like cheating on me or doesn't love me anymore or whatever. (laughs) Like the surprise is not worth it. It's never worth it. 
if the person is thinking that you don't love them anymore, it's not, it's not worth yeah. the surprise. <laughs> Just tell them. I mean, I guess I'm the kind of person I, to me, surprise does not add to the experience very much. I don't really like being surprised. And so I just don't get it. <laughs> I always say they, they have these, this storyline all the time on shows, all the time. And here, Rosemary, she's thinking, oh, he doesn't love me anymore. He's getting tired of me. And like, no, he's just making you a chair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. What did you think of that, Caroline? I thought it was like typical Rosemary, though, to mm-hmm. go to that like extreme and like talking to Elizabeth about it. And then like Elizabeth bringing it up to Lucas, like we really don't need to spend that much time together. Look at Rosemary and Lee. That was kind of funny. And um, yeah. I just you love surprise Rosie. Person? Do you like being surprised? I like surprising others. <laughs> like I don't like being surprised. <laughs> like right, I can, I can give like, it, but I can't take it. Do you like surprises? Oh yeah. I, I, I do not usually surprise? happen. Maybe you have I'm trying, I'm, trying to think not any not anything like that um but i I mean i have been surprised but nothing like that not not where it's maybe where one person has surprised me but not Mm -hmm. not like a whole group of people or anything like that yeah i haven't had that many surprises maybe that's my problem is that i think i don't like surprises just because i haven't had most of them negative surprises I don't know. I never, I never had a surprise party before, so I don't know what that's like. <laughs> don't so. have a joy. No. Uh, one, one surprise that I do think of that was fun growing up when I was, uh, I don't know, uh, middle school. Uh, there's this place in uh, in Virginia called Kings Dominion uh, uh, Park, and I went for the day. And while I was gone, my parents painted my room my bedroom because I had this special Laura Ashley bedspread that I loved which was like uh Mm -hmm. green and blue uh kind of and so they did not only did they paint my room but they like sponge painted it green Mm -hmm. and blue so they did this like effect anyway and uh and that was a pretty fun surprise to come home after being at the amusement park which is I love amusement parks music park all day and my parents had painted my room and it that was a fun surprise so I, it can be a I, fun surprise I had my parents surprised me and my brothers on our 10th birthday to Disney World that we didn't know we were oh. going so that was fun yeah. I do that was a good surprise so I just I've had this this plot line though of like I, the person is scared that you're leaving them or you don't love them anymore because you're not like a surprise that's when you're just like nope just tell them it's not worth it <laughs> right well i didn't understand why rosemary like you're always she's always willing to talk so why doesn't she just ask like yeah. exactly ask lee. i kept wanting to say rosemary just ask lee just say are you tired of me like you know you can deal with it like just ask yeah mm-hmm. and lee actually says to her when he gives her when he gives her the chairs he says we need to spend more time together outside of work so he wants more time not less mm-hmm. he loves her <laughs> yeah he really does she shouldn't be so worried um lucas tells elizabeth says i do like adventure i can be restless i've never stayed in one place so long but you are the reason i stay you are my adventure you are my passion that was cute mm-hmm mm-hmm and I honestly kind of feel like they should just get married. I exactly. if they drag this yeah. out multiple seasons, I will be really annoyed. I because th- if they do get a tenth season, that'd be the perfect time to have a big wedding. Yeah. yeah. So th- there you go, writers. Like, they made me wait five seasons for Elizabeth yes. and Jack. That was and then, torture. And then Jack I mean, died. So it's like and Jack dies three episodes later. I know. All the, I know. All the romance. They're like. I mean, they've upped the romance, like with Lucas and Elizabeth. I mean, they're ready. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it wasn't like this with Jack and Elizabeth. Like, they're yeah. they're they're ready. I yeah. mean, in real like- life, they would never be allowed to to yeah. be in each other's homes like that, unchaperoned, kissing yeah. as much as they do in public. I mean, that kind of thing would not happen. No. They're ready. No. Um, yeah. Find yeah. find Joseph and get yeah. it over with just, just oh, there you go 
Yeah. I was, I was ready to tell them just like, get a room. Like you're out <laughs> here, you're out here, just like all over each other. Like, and then, and then, and then, <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then just, I mean, it was really sweet. What the exchange that they had with, um, um, if Vows, they got, basically yeah yeah i know they're like they're like give me the rest if i got if i got married yeah if i got married, like get rid of the if you guys are like turtle <laughs> loved each other just like do it it's yeah. been enough time my goodness i agree mm-hmm. uh and, and she said he says if we should marry i would hurry home to you every night that was cute i mean, this, I mean every girl wants that like mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Elizabeth. so then yeah. the other main plot line of this episode there was really a lot going on in this episode but the other main plot line was minnie decides that she's going to have mr landis over for for dinner and she gives him a muffin first and you know she tells joe i want to have a meal with this person that i do not like basically hoping that that they can find some common ground and yeah i mean i thought that was all really compelling i think natasha did a good job as many uh and uh they you could feel like the tension when he comes to dinner i thought that was all effective and of course then when he starts playing the music with angela and you realize i'll oh, see yeah. mr school inspector was was not so bad after all right <laughs> Exactly. And I, it was great i loved it and little cooper's facial expressions the whole time like mm-hmm. i just i just loved that like he was like annoyed he's like this man i do not like this man like why is he here and then like he saw how he was playing the piano and he kind of changed a little and i'm like i just love cooper i love the whole family whole canfield family so yeah and elizabeth apologizes to mr landis and uh and you know he basically says like we're you know, we're going to have arguments from time to time, but we can, you know, be adults about it. And, and, uh, then he basically says at the end, like, I'm definitely interested in going back and doing more teaching instead of just being a bureaucrat. Uh, and, uh, hopefully now, as you said, Ruth, that he will then now be more of an advocate for Elizabeth than he had in the past. Uh, so uh, I just thought, I thought it was a really charming performance mm-hmm. um, as Mr. Landis. I thought he, uh, let's see who that actor is. I thought he did a really good job, um, especially somebody that we're supposed to hate. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad he wasn't like a villain though. Like the mm-hmm. other, like the other um, teacher, like was it, was it oh. season four where they had that um, Mr. Stoneman come? I'm like, I'm glad it wasn't anything like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is Todd Thompson. He was the actor and he did a good job. I really, I, I felt, uh, I felt for him by the end, even mm-hmm. though I was already team, team, school inspector. <laughs> <laughs> I should have him on the podcast. And tell him. I was like, <laughs> the only one rude for you in season eight. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but what do you think, uh, Ruth, of that whole scene? dynamic oh it was great i was loving every minute of that scene i just mm-hmm. i and i was i was not expecting him to say music teaching but then it's like wow and you know then just just watching that whole scene um that that was really cool since 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 i was a music teacher i was like okay this is you know mm-hmm. maybe i could understand why he was so grouchy because he gave up his passion mm. right i love when bureaucrat. she when she was playing the piano and like he was going a little bit slower like and she's like come on mr landis like i'm like that was so sweet i was just, really I just love, little um how do you say your name vienna i she she does a great job as um angela mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah she really does and i think she's pretty convincing that she's uh that she's blind mm-hmm. vienna is her name vienna yeah vienna. Leacock. yeah mm-hmm. really good both of those hopefully cock kids mm-hmm. showing up yeah <laughs> yeah they got it honest yeah. <laughs> it is. 
So there we go. I think we covered everything from this episode, a lot going on. It was a really good one. I, I mean, I, it's hard to give, I'm going to give it a 9.5. I thought it was Mm. very strong. Uh, what do you think, Caroline? 10. (laughs) 10. (laughs) Cause I, I rank mine like one through five, like seasons one through five, like Jack and Elizabeth and Abigail. And then I do six through and like that's my favorite of the Nathan Lucas like era of when calls the heart I mean did I give a 10 to Florence and Ned's wedding I think maybe I did so maybe I could give it a 10 uh it it, this is very strong this is basically Mm -hmm. everything you could want from when calls the heart this is what Mm -hmm. the show does this is what the show is uh it's I mean maybe the stuff with Fiona is I'm not loving all of that, I guess. It might be a slight nitpick, but this is what you turn into the show for. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything with you've got Elizabeth saying, I love you. You've got you've got uh this incredible with the school inspector moment. You have uh Rosemary and Lee and uh, Dad. The, oh yeah, the dad moment. You've got May Sue and Nathan. I mean, it's just there's so much going on here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really strong. What do you think? Um, what would you give it, Ruth? Well, I thought you and I were going to agree because I was giving it nine point five, and then 9. you changed 5. it to ten. So, <laughs> so I don't know what that means. So I was like, uh, I was ready to say, "Oh my goodness, we had two episodes and we completely agreed." Because, well, maybe okay. I'll stick with nine point five then. Nine point five. It is. A really strong episode is the main point. We we definitely mm-hmm. agree there, yes. and uh, and so yeah. Let us know what you think of these two episodes. Uh, if you're listening, please share with us your rating, what you would give it, and what you liked, and all the things we talked about. And if there's something we missed, please. There was a lot going on in both these episodes, so please just let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And Ruth, where can people find you? You can find me. Um, uh, cross social media, Ruth Hill 74. Um, also have a podcast media from the heart, which you can find everywhere. And then I do have a website, my devotional thoughts.net. And, uh, Caroline, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at media, Caroline R. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron tomatoes. So please check that out. I also have my video on my channel where I give recommendations. If you like what calls the heart, some other shows that you'd like, I would love if you check that out. The link will be in the description. And so make sure you're following the podcast on homework. pod and homework. podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. And then we have tons of Hardy's inspired merch on the, at the merch store. So please take a look at that. All that information's in the description. So thanks so much, ladies. It was so much fun. We'll talk in two more weeks. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.